You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolfpack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey there, Wolfpack fans. It's me again, Kenton Gibbs, bringing you another episode of Locked On Wolfpack. And folks, I think that the... uh, the I've I've got Kentus Keys formulated here, and um, these again we we talked about how this team didn't have success against Miami because we didn't execute the keys. Uh, same thing with Mississippi State, and so far I have not been wrong about these keys, and and they've been fairly specific. So I'm hoping to bring another um, edition of explaining to you all what this team needs to do to win a win a football game because at the end of the day that's what it's about. It's about winning football games. I give you what this team needs to do to win football games, but at the end of the day, there have been times where, you know, there's they've won in unconventional ways. They've won in ways that I did not see uh, happening, but the keys remain the same and they remain uh, true for the most part. And again, they're not just general stuff like, oh, score more points than the opponent. Or, oh, you know, you no, they're, they're very specific. And I'll, I always go in detail with the reasoning. And so, we're going to follow that today, all right? Y'all know the rules. Three offensive, three defensive, and special teams. Um, so, offensively, score 30 or more points. That is vital. That is vital. The reason that that is vital is very simply because um, Louisville has allowed 30 or more points four times this season. Do you know what their record is in those games? One and three. They're one in three when they allow 40, 40, I'm sorry, 30 or more points um, in a game, okay? When they hold teams to under 30, they are undefeated. And that's, that's the honest to God truth there. And if you look at us, we are, uh, we've only, if you look at games where we score 30, we've won every single one of them except one. We're four and one, no, five and one on the season uh, when scoring, scoring 30. Four and one, yep. Four and one on the season when scoring 30. So, uh, 30 points is the bar. That's, that's the bar. And I know we lost the last game by scoring 30 and allowing 31. But the fact of the matter is that seems to be uh, Louisville's bar for like, hey, if you can get over this, we're probably not gonna beat you. That's that's just the reality there, um, because their offense is a heavily run predicated offense, and if you're scoring and lighting them up in short order, all it takes is you getting up ten points to get them completely out of what they what Scott Satterfield wants their game to be. Uh, so, scoring thirty vital, vital again. They're one in three when allowing thirty or more. Need I say anything else? Exactly. So. The next key after scoring 30, this was a key last game. We failed to execute it. This game, it's even more important. Win time of possession by at least five minutes. Why is that so important? Here's a very interesting thing about Louisville, right? They've out, they have uh, out-possessioned their opponents in two of their three losses. So some people would say, oh, well, that means... That time of possession should matter, and time of possession is a wildly overrated stat. I do agree that time of possession is not the end-all, be-all for how a team is performing. However, 
in this instance, what I am talking about is the fact that um, the fact that we're we're looking at uh, we're looking at a depleted defense that's going to have freshmen starting. That's just the reality, right? Like Devin Betty is going to be filling in for um, Isaiah Moore. Hey, it is what it is. We're everybody talked about the depth at the linebacker position. Now it's time to show and prove now that we've lost two of the best in the nation, really definitely two of the best in the conference, but two of the best, I believe in the nation. So, um, we have to keep Malik Cunningham and that offense off the field. One thing that has not been a problem for them at any point in time this season is putting up points. They're one of the most prolific offenses in the country. As far as putting up points goes, there's no, there's no doubting that. There's no doubting that with the aberration of the one uh, with the aberration of the one really, really bad loss to a um, a really bad loss to a Ole Miss team that looks like they're going to be a top 10 team um, in the nation. They're they're really not looking at any any serious drop offs offensively. And even then, their serious offensive drop off was scoring 24 points. Other than that, you got 30, 42, 31, 34, 33, and 28 last week. So, at the end of the day, keeping the ball away from this offense is vital. It's vital. Keeping them off the field, vital. It's it's very important because at the end of the day, if you let uh, Malik Cunningham and that offense constantly go to work on, on our defense, we have one of the best, or actually we have the best rushing defense in the conference, but the the fact of the matter is the old adage of the uh, irresistible force and the immovable object tend to go in the irresistible force in the irresistible force's direction when the irresistible force continually uh, has opportunities to bang up against the immovable object, especially if we're talking about a depleted immovable object. Like we just can't. So offensively, we need to do uh, our part for ball control. And, and I know with all the big plays that Louisville has given up this year, something should scream, hey, get them deep. That's what we need to do. But, I mean, if you look at what they're giving up on the ground, they're averaging, they're, um, they're, they're not very good at stopping the run. So we need to do that. And that's, again, win time of possession by five minutes. And I, I jumped ahead of myself a little bit because a large thing that goes into time possession is your ability to run a football. We have to get back to that. We have to get back to that. We can no longer be an offense that is um, big play heavy or big play reliant because, again, our defense cannot be on the field for extended amounts of time. The attrition is has taken its toll. It is stupid to say, oh, we're going to put up as many points as we can, as, as many deep balls, as many... It, it does not make sense because then you're saying we're going to expose the part of our defense or the part of our team rather that has been worn down, beaten down, torn down the most by just the wear and tear of the game. I'm going to expose that part over and over and over again. Doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. So we have to run the ball better. Um, I'm looking for 125 yards and uh, five yards per carry on the game. And let me tell you why I'm saying that. Louisville is their stats are a little uh, skewed as far as their 
um, what's the word I'm looking for as far as their rushing yards allowed per game, or rather they're not skewed, but the amount of uh, yards per rush that they're allowing is what I want to point your attention to right now. Okay. Uh, Louisville is, is allowing the fourth most, most yards per rush. I'm sorry. Fifth most yards per rush in the conference at 4.3. They've allowed the fifth most touchdowns in the conference or fourth most rushing touchdowns in the conference at 11. So we have to be able to run the ball. If we can't run the ball this game, it, it's going to put us in a very bad position. We're going to have to keep giving the ball back to a dynamic offense repeatedly. And that's just, it's, it's not a, it's not a sustainable or intelligent model for how to win games. So again, the, the offensive keys score 30 or more points. Again, they're one in three when allowing 30 win time of possession, keep Malik Cunningham off the field and run the ball. A minimum of um, five yards per carry. Again, they're allowing 4.3, which is uh, good for fifth worst in the conference. And they're allowing, um, or they've allowed the fourth most rushing touchdowns in the conference. So we have to get that done. There is no if, ands, or buts about that. Another thing there are no if, ands, or buts about is profuse sweating. It is uncomfortable. It is gross. It is sticky. Nobody likes to see it. Okay. For a few weeks now, we've been talking about sweat blocking. These wipes stop sweat for seven days. It seems simple, and people have been listening. We have friends uh, of Locked On who've tried sweat blocking. They've loved it. Regardless of what you do, regardless of what your chosen profession is or or how you make your money or how you uh, just spend your downtime, the fact of the matter is you don't want to have to deal with sweaty underarms. You don't want to have to deal with soaking through your clothes, okay? So make sure that you go and get sweat block. This thing is doctor created and doctor recommended. It's um it's it's dry shirt guarantee means if sweat block doesn't keep you dry, you get your money back. And again, 7 days per use and it's not just for armpits. You can put it on chest, back, feet, hands, use it anywhere and we mean anywhere that sweats. If you or someone you care about is dealing with excessive sweat, you have to check out Sweat Block. Get it for 20% off today at sweatblock.com with promo code locked on or at Amazon or CVS. Also, let me talk to you all about McDonald's. This episode of Locked On Wolfpack is brought to you by McDonald's, proudly serving the community since 1965. McDonald's has always been a place uh, that is more than just tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends can come and reconnect a place where classmates can meet up for a group study knowing they'll have dependable wi-fi and an endless supplies of french fries and mcflurries win or lose it's a place where teammates competitors the home team the away team doesn't matter whatever team can come to recharge it's always the place that you're looking to stop on a long road trip to stretch your legs and refuel so with that being said uh you know the McDonald's has been there for coming home from little league games and stopping after at McDonald's after the big game and all that good stuff. So make sure that you uh, get yourself to McDonald's, head to your local McDonald's to refuel and reconnect and um, make sure that you understand that McDonald's again is just, is more than just a place to get food. All right, McDonald's, I'm loving it. Now we're going to get to the defensive keys and um, these are, these are pretty simple, pretty straightforward. Um, the first thing 
is I've, I've mentioned this a little bit earlier, be the immovable force, be that. I mean, at the end of the day, Louisville is a team that is the fourth best in the league at running the ball. And of course, when you have a, a, some pretty good backs, as well as a dynamic quarterback with who can do a lot with his legs, you're going to have um, some rushing numbers that are going to look very favorable for you. But with that being said, I mean, this is what we've done best all year. This is what we have done better than any other team in the conference and better than a vast majority of the nation. Okay. If we're looking at what we're doing uh, as far as as far as the rushing yards and rushing touchdowns go, we have allowed 3.2 yards per carry and one rushing touchdown all year. One. According to the ACC.com, the ACC football stats right here, I'm telling you, I'm seeing one. So with that being said, um, we have to understand that this offense is predicated on running the ball and running the ball well. And Malik Cunningham ain't the only person on this offense that's had a 100-yard rushing game already this season. So we have to be able to and ready to stop the run. Um, so what is the exact call there? Uh, I need this team. I need us to allow less than uh, three rushing touchdowns in this game. I need us to allow less than three rushing touchdowns because at the end of the day, that is that I think will be the, the make or break deal uh, for this game. Okay. This team has, has shown its propensity to um, its propensity to kind of, wet the bed in the red zone or near the goal line if they can't run it in. They've, they've shown the propensity to do that. So we have to take advantage of that. We have to force them um, to throw over our heads in order to get in the end zone. And that's that's an important part of it. Again, we are they're one of the best rushing teams in the conference. We're one of the best at stopping the run. Let's see how this goes. Let's see how this goes, Okay. As I've already told y'all about, there's so many things that uh, these teams, that both of these teams do well. But Louisville is in the bottom third of the conference as far as um, as far as their scoring percentage, in or rather the the amount of touchdowns that they've scored in uh, the red zone. So, you know who's who who are we to say? Oh well, we we strongly believe that this team is is going to. Uh, have the ability to get in the end zone just because doesn't make sense. Doesn't make sense. Um, they've got 16 rushing touchdowns in the red zone, three passing touchdowns. Just think about that for a second. Five times as many rushing touchdowns as they have passing touchdowns in the red zone. And again, it, it this is this is very clear. If we can stop them from doing the thing that they do best, they're going to have a long day. Okay. The next thing, contain Malik Cunningham on the ground. And I know you're thinking, well, what what exactly does that mean? He needs to have one touchdown or less. And let me explain to you why this is important. Malik Cunningham is has rushed for 13 touchdowns on the season so far through 14 games, right? So that's about an average of two per game, right? Well, let's break down the numbers a little deeper here. Not to say that he's been completely stopped, stymied, and stifled in his losses, or in their losses, rather. But in their three losses, 
he has rushed for 54 yards per game and four touchdowns through those three losses, right? Through their four wins, he is rushing for 79 yards and he has rushed for nine touchdowns. Do you see what I'm getting at here? Do you see what I'm getting at? In his losses, there is there has been one game where he did not get into the end zone on the ground. In the wins, there has not been one where he did not score multiple times. Um in via running the ball. So I'm not saying that Malik Cunningham is a guy that can be completely stopped, but I'm saying he can be contained to an extent. He can be stopped from doing certain things. He can be stopped from uh, certain looks that he really likes getting into or, or that he really likes the ways that he really likes uh, taking advantage of defenses on the ground. Okay. So we have to do that. There's no if, ands or buts about it. There's no, Oh, well we, we might could still win the game if we, no, no, it'll, it'll be a very long day. If we allow Malik Cunningham to run all over us, it'll be a long day. Just ask Boston College. The man, he had 107 yards, under 50% passing, uh, under 50% completion percentage, rather, and zero touchdowns, two interceptions. But you know what he did do? 133 yards on the ground with three rushing touchdowns. It's just that simple. It's just that simple. We have to find a way to stop him from running the ball, especially near that goal line, especially in that area. He's not a very big guy, so he's not like a like how Oklahoma used to use Blake Bell or, or Florida used to use Tim Tebow as like a battering ram, but he's very slippery. He just finds a way. He, he needs five yards. He just finds a way to get the, the ball to the nose of the goal line. And so... Um, if we play around and allow that to happen, it's going to be a long day. It's going to be a real long day uh, for NC State. And, and like I said, they'll ruin the homecoming. And the last thing, everybody talked about the linebacker depth. Well, congratulations, depth. It's time to show and prove. And I understand that we're talking about um, a, a linebacker court that's seen two of the best in the business go down, right? I, I get that. But Vi Jones and Devin Betty have to have at least five tackles each. They have to. In this system that Louisville runs, if they are, they're going to get the ball to the perimeter. They're going to, to try to stretch your defense out with their uh, running game. They're going to run some plays where it's going to be a power option and you're going to have um, defensive ends or, or outside linebackers in some one-on-one situations with the quarterback. We have to make those tackles. We have to make those reads right. We have to be um, fundamentally sound and, and gap responsible, but we also have to make those tackles. So Vi Jones and, and Devin Betty both need to have five tackles each at least. Um, and that's, again, that's a, a huge thing because those young guys, what, what really takes young guys out of the game more than anything is when they're not being effective. I have seen this again and again and again. It's a tale as old as time. When young guys are out, of, out there on the field and they're kind of mentally swimming and it's just, they just don't, it just looks like they don't know what's going on. The next thing that follows is they lose confidence and then one bad play turns into two, turns into a bad game. So we need those young guys. And Vi Jones is an older guy, but Devin Betty is not. But the fact of the matter is uh, both of them, have to perform well in in replacement or in replacing uh, the two studs that we lost. That's just the reality. 
And again, those guys are very good players in their own right, or they wouldn't be here. So I'm, I'm sure that they'll figure it out. Uh, we'll see how the game goes, and we'll see if we can have ourselves a successful homecoming and, and everything goes well in that regard. And if you want everything to go well with your vehicle, make sure that you're going to rockauto.com. With the ever-increasing number of makes and models, it's now impossible for your local chain auto parts store to stock all the parts that you need. So why endure the often pointless and seemingly intimidating questioning about your vehicle and wait while the person behind the counter orders the parts on their computer choosing only the brands that their warehouse happens to carry? You have access to rockauto.com at home and in your pocket. Save time and money when using Rock Auto. Don't choose to spend 30 or 50 or even 100% more for the same parts from a chain store or car dealership. Rock Auto is a family business serving do-it-yourselfers for over 20 years. Rock Auto's prices are reliably low for every customer. So go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car and truck. Right locked on in the how, to be, how did you hear about us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices. All the parts your car will ever need. rockauto.com also, let me tell you all about Bet Online. They are back and better than ever. A new web interface for the start of basketball season and more props, odds, and lines than ever before. Bet Online remains your number one spot for all the basketball and football action this season. Head to the new website um, and sign up today and receive your 50% welcome bonus on first deposit. Just use promo code Locked On to receive your bonus from basketball to football to baseball postseason to NHL to boxing to UFC, you name it. Even right down to your favorite Vegas casino games. Don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet Online, where the game starts. Alrighty, so we're about to land this thing. But before we do, again, just reiterating the keys here score 30 points or more. Louisville's 1 and 3 when allowing um, over 30. And we are three and one when scoring over 30. I mean, I, I think that that's pretty clear, right? I think that that's pretty telling um, of what we need to do as far as, you know, I'm sorry, we're four and one when scoring over 30. I don't know how I got that wrong for the second time in this podcast, but yeah, we know what needs to be done on that front. We've seen uh, the results of how that plays out. Again, ball control, just like last week. We cannot let Malik stay on the field for long periods of time. The same thing we saw in the Miami game, the same thing we saw with Tyler Van Dyke. We'll see it with Malik uh, Cunningham, just in a different way. Okay? So, we can't do that. Next thing, run the ball. We need a minimum of 125 yards and 5 yards per carry. We need it. We need to control the clock, which means we need to control the ball. And you do that uh, by running the ball well. Next thing, defensively, we need to go ahead and be an immovable force, um, allowing 3.2 yards per carry on the season so far. We have to allow three or less rushing touchdowns. And I know we've only allowed one all season, but I'm just saying I understand that we, we don't have the same pieces that we've had through most of the season. So to me, it's a success if we only allow two rushing touchdowns on a day. Um, the next thing, contain Malik Cunningham on the ground, allow only one rushing touchdown from him. I've already told you about how phenomenal he's been. I'm pretty sure he's our conference leader in rushing touchdowns. Like, I'm I'm fairly certain about that. Let me go check to make sure. And, yep, he's the conference leader in rushing touchdowns. He's the conference leader. Next is Garrett Schrader. Next is Sean Tucker. So, yeah. I mean, the, the reality is when they get close to the goal line, 
He's going to be the guy that they want carrying the ball over it. And understandably so, he's a dynamic weapon. We have to stop that from happening. And the last thing, Vi Jones and Devin Betty have to play huge. They have to show up. These young guys at linebacker have got to figure it out. Jordan Poole in there as well needs to uh, figure it out. I'm, I'm not sure if he's redshirted or not. But either way, the fact of the matter is they have to play. The young guys have to show up and they have to play in a meaningful way. Uh, they need five tackles each. Thank you all so very much for coming out. I appreciate it every single time. Peace and love, y'all. And as always, go Pack. You are Locked On NC State, your daily podcast on the NC State Wolf Pack, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.